0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Bear Beans Coffee. Bear Beans Coffee was built by passionate hunters like you and I, and their mission is to give back to wildlife, specifically bear conservation. Bear Beans Coffee offers both ground and whole bean options, and their flavors include dark roast, hibernation roast, and spring awakening. When drinking Bear Beans Coffee, you can be confident that you are getting a high quality cup of
1: Joe and supporting bear conservation across North America. of all profits from Bear Beans are donated to carefully selected partners such as the Western Bear
0: Foundation. Visit bearbeans.com to buy coffee and support bear conservation today.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Hunt the Wild podcast. I'm your host Adam Bolds. Today I'm joined with Adrian Jessen of Review This Thing uh, on YouTube. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Yes, thank you for uh, coming on. I'm just going to have you introduce and tell a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to dive into a little bit of North Carolina hunting and uh, why you got started on YouTube and doing reviews.
0: Excellent, yeah. Um, So, I'm Adrian, like you said, and um, just basic information. I live in North Carolina now. I grew up in Tennessee, East Tennessee. Um, Been married to my husband for almost... 18 years and, um, basically just try to get outside as much as we possibly can, which is never enough, but as much as we can.
1: Cool. Um, what part of East Tennessee did you grow up in? Do you do a lot of hunting, hunting over there?
0: No, I've actually never hunted in Tennessee. Um, I grew up in Southeast Tennessee, a little town, um, called Sweetwater, about halfway between Chattanooga and Knoxville. Hmm. But yeah, I never, I didn't start hunting until I, after I got married and uh, moved to North Carolina for college and then just stayed. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I am haven't hunted in Tennessee yet, but fun fact, I learned last year that I, um, I was able to purchase a native Tennessean non-resident license. So yeah. I can hunt in Tennessee for uh, resident fees, which is pretty awesome. So I have a license. I just need to go hunt.
1: That is awesome. You, yeah. uh, that's probably a, a super, super big discount. I know I hunt Kentucky yeah. and, um, what Kentuckians pay is about a third or a fourth of mm-hmm. what I have to pay. And I live yeah. just across the river. So, um, they get you and you're an out-of-stater. I've never oh, yeah. actually heard of, heard of that. Um, what'd you call it?
0: It's, I think it's called a native non-resident license.
1: Yeah. I've never actually heard of that. That's a, yeah. I'm not sure of any other state
0: that does it, but Tennessee
1: does Tennessee doing it right that's right (laughs) so um how did you get involved in hunting and the outdoors you said you uh learned from learned with your husband
0: yeah so it's funny um so in terms of outdoors I've spent my whole life outdoors um but I grew up that the town I mentioned is a a, it's a small town it's a it's a town it's very condensed but it's not a lot of people so it's definitely not I didn't grow up out in the middle of of the country or anything like that but spent most of my life playing something, you know, whether it's riding bicycles or tag or soccer or basketball or whatever. So I've always loved being outside. So it's not your kind of your typical, what people call the outdoors environment, but just being outside. And so I think what happened as I grew, and I definitely didn't appreciate everything that area had to offer as a kid. Um, But as I got, I think once I got out of school, um, like played soccer my whole life, high school, college, all that good stuff. And when I got out, I think I needed an outlet, you know, I needed a way Mm. to be outside. And so that's where a lot of like riding bicycles and um, hiking, kayaking, stuff like that came in. And then, um, my husband has hunted his whole life. And the first couple of years of, of our marriage, I was not, I was not about it. Like it was too cold. It was too early. I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, but he would go shoot his bow in the yard. And oh. I was like, well, I could probably do that. I mean, let me get a bow. So I got a bow and just shot it. And then, of course, the competitive nature came out. And I'm like, well, man, if I can hit a target, surely I can I can, surely I can, can surely hunt something. So I went deer hunting that first year. And I was able to, to harvest a, a deer that first season. And um, then I was like, well, if I can do it with a bow, then. Sure, they can do with a gun, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Usually, people don't uh, pick up a bow and then shoot one their first year. I know I didn't shoot a deer. Um, my first deer was with a gun, and I definitely um, bow hunted one or two years before I even mm. uh, got one. So it's interesting that you just you picked one up and shot one your first time. Feel like yeah. that spoiled it all.
0: Um. So the place where we hunt a lot is—it's crazy. It's like this. 70 acre patch of amazingness and so yeah yeah, I definitely um it got to where you know you feel like you should kill something every year kind of thing um of course now I will say I used to get I used to fuss at my husband the first year we hunted because we went now work with me but we went several times and I didn't kill anything so and I told him I was like this is what I was getting all mad and I said, this is what you get, because you make me watch these hunting shows, and, you know, people go on, on like, the TV, you know, the TV shows. They kill something every time. Like, you just go kill stuff. Isn't that how this works? So, (laughs) yeah, I definitely got spoiled. I have since stopped bow hunting. Uh, um, I just never was good enough at it. Like, I don't like tracking the deer, because I don't like, you know, I want them to just... Fall over. Be done. Yeah. Uh (laughs) So... I don't bow hunt anymore, but the first five or six years I was able to take, I think I maybe got four or five with a bow.
1: That's pretty good. Did you Mm -hmm. shoot any bucks with a bow?
0: I did. Um, The first one was a spike. Um, It was still in velvet on one of its little things though. Uh, But uh, then I got a, it was a smaller six pointer, but it was like the only other buck that had given me a chance with a bow. Um, So I was pretty happy about it.
1: Yeah, that's still uh that's still something to be proud of. Yeah. Can can you guys rifle hunt North Carolina? Or yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I we have some, a bow season.
0: Oh yeah. So we have a bow season that's like Labor Day ish through the end of October, middle end of October end of October. And then uh, muzzleloader comes in for a couple weeks and then mid November it's rifle until New Year's.
1: Okay. And then when'd your rut kind of fall in and is that somewhere in November?
0: You know, it's, it's weird. It de- depends. There's a lot of factors that seem to have something to do with it. Um, usually it's like that, that, uh, end of muzzleloader beginning of rifle. It seems to be most active kind of that beginning of November, a uh-huh. couple weeks, usually,
1: what what uh part of the state are you guys in like geographically? Are you more east? Are you more west?
0: More basically almost not quite the middle. Okay. Mid east. Midwest. Midwest okay. part.
1: Yeah. Perfect. And then kind of I guess could you describe what um the landscape kind of looks like there?
0: Sure. It's um so it's called the Piedmont area. So okay. it's um rolling hills lots of trees um near the mountains but like there's some some mountains in like southern virginia in that part of north carolina that are close um we're a couple of hours from like the blue ridge parkway blue ridge mountain area okay still you know rolling hills um not flat like eastern north carolina yeah unfortunately
1: (laughs) Yeah, those hills, they probably take it out on you, don't they? Oh, yeah. be in being shaped to climb up and down those. Right. Especially, especially turkey uh, hunting. I know you guys are big turkey hunters, so yeah. you're, you're uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. Yep. So as far as, like, hunting culture goes in North Carolina, I know, like, some states are, like, we take the kids out of school, like, they cancel mm. school, like, that kind of thing going on. Um, what's it kind of like in North Carolina? Does, like, is there, like, hunting clubs and hunting camps, or is it just kind of like... Yeah. My brother's cousin hunts and right. like that <laughs> kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're definitely hunting clubs. Um, it's funny because it seems like every, a lot of people hunt, but I think be, because it's so long a season, I don't, maybe I shouldn't say so long a season, but it's, it isn't like, um, so we also do some hunting in Missouri and, you know, gun season in Missouri is like 10 days long. So that's like, you know, yeah. Like hardcore. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So in North Carolina, it's, you know, November 14th through January 1st. So there's not quite that, like, these are our only days. We got to go get all the kids out of school sort of thing. Um, But yeah, it seems like there are a lot of people that do hunt. Um, There are definitely like hunting clubs, leases, stuff like that. I think there, I feel like there used to be, I heard of that a lot more than I hear of it now, but Mm -hmm. they're definitely still out there. And um, yeah, lots of, and it may just, so the county that I live in now, the few counties are small, more rural, let's say. And it just okay. definitely seems like a lot of people hunt in those, in those areas.
1: Yeah, in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. So you, tra- you travel all the way to Missouri. Um, there's got to be a reason. Do you have like some private land over there that you guys own? Or um, what's the reason for traveling all the way to Missouri? Because I
0: wish we did. We gotta- have some friends that live there. So we just have people, to, we have people to stay with. Okay. And um there's you know a lot of public land. We've definitely public land hunted out there. Um and that's basically why. Just we have we have really neat people to stay with.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. Do you guys just turkey hunt there or do you guys go there and deer hunt at all?
0: We've deer hunted as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You like turkey better though, right?
0: I definitely like turkey hunting better.
1: Yeah. I love you guys it. got you guys got plans to go over there this this spring, yeah. right?
0: Yep. Uh yeah. gosh, sometime in April yeah it's on the calendar
1: <laughs> and then do, do you uh do you target north carolina too or mm-hmm. do the yeah do the seasons kind of overlap or are you kind of like, do uh, yeah
0: yeah our so- season is april 9th through may 5th or something like that may whatever that saturday is um and i think it's this it's similar i think it starts a couple of weeks a week or so later in missouri no i can't remember but they definitely overlap. So we miss, we miss a week of hunting in North Carolina when we go out there, but we don't care. Are it's you, are you
1: ever, you ever feel like rushed? Like you got to get it done at home before you head out to Missouri? Uh,
0: so no, but we, so I only, I've only been turkey hunting since 2018. Okay. That was my first season. And we actually, the first time I hunted was in Missouri. And um, so that those two years, I only hunted, turkey hunted in Missouri. And then 2020, you know, we didn't go to Missouri. So yeah. I had to hunt in, I had to hunt in North Carolina and then it was over. So it's like every chance that every morning I'm not at work, I want to be somewhere trying to find some turkeys.
1: You got bit by the bug.
0: Oh, awful. <laughs> awful.
1: There's no going back once no, you get No, I love
0: it though. Golly, it's so much fun.
1: So, um, you have a YouTube channel review this thing. Um, what kind of gave you the idea to start that and when, when did you start it? How long have you had it going on?
0: So we, we, well, we started it in April of 2020, same thing, nowhere to go. So, um, (laughs) but the idea actually came about in, um, the summer of 19, I forget what we were trying to buy, but we were trying to buy something and had been watching reviews and it was it felt like every time we wanted to learn about something we had to watch like 10 or 15 videos and we're like oh well, that didn't tell me anything and so we were on vacation we were hiking up a mountain and just started talking about you know complaining about reviews and i was like you know we should do a channel where we review things and like make sure we're answering all the questions and where you only have to come watch this one review, like we'll put videos of stuff. People actually want to know clips of the, what the scope looks like through it or, you know, so you're not watching 75,000 hours of videos, just watch the one. And so we talked about it and just kind of finished vacation and moved on. And then in April of 2020, we're like, you know, I really should do this. Like I have time, you know, we're, we're not, we are gone a lot on weekends normally, but we were home all the time. And so, um, Yeah, just we're like, you know what, it's time. It's time to do it. Let's do it. So uh, Mm -hmm. basically the the premise is what hopefully answer all the questions that people want to know in one video that's, you know, eight to 10, 11 minutes long. So not stupid long and not missing information. Yeah. And that's kind of where it started.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, Something that I find... I guess I'll use the word frustrating is when I go to try to find a review or try to do something like learn how to do something on YouTube, it seems like the first five minutes of the video or them like recapping the last video or (laughs) like them introducing or them like doing everything, but what I need to know. And like, no matter what it is, like you might be working on your truck, for example, and you're covered in grease. And like the only thing you want to do is like know how to take that bolt out or something. And it seems like, gosh, just like get to the point. You have to go through like (laughs) 17 videos to like finally figure out. It's just, uh, so yeah, it's nice that you can kind of, you kind of put the spotlight on like what people need to know here, get to the point and let you, let you figure it out. Um, do you remember like, um, what, 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 what was the product that made you like spark that in your mind? Like to have that? No, you know, I don't
0: remember. Um, I feel like I don't. I don't remember. I feel like it was possibly a rifle scope, mm. but I can't remember because we were trying to figure out what it like. What does this look like through through the scope? Maybe. I, but I don't. I don't really remember. But it it was seems like that it was something to do with a rifle scope. Yeah, is where it started, but I can't. I and can't guarantee that.
1: How did you kind of um, come into your first? Uh, product to review Were you, did you just like make a list and you're like these are all the things that I've had problems with in the past or are you like I'm gonna buy a bunch of products and just like review on them like how did you kind of narrow it down like this is the one I want to
0: start with so I did I listed out like five or ten things I think that I wanted to start with and um it was at the beginning it was very purposeful not to be kind of pigeonholed into one direction. like I was trying not to be too outdoors hunting shooting like
1: yeah okay trying not yeah.
0: to do that. but um, basically just by nature of using the things we use it and not not having to kind of stretch to test out things that I wouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, it has become a lot more hunting shooting outdoor related but these earbuds that i have on right now are actually the first thing that i ever reviewed oh really yeah these are the bose noise qc20i noise canceling earbuds and um they're awesome i love them
1: so did you Spoiler. did you had those earbuds already <laughs> yeah. and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna review these is yeah. the first thing like i look over on the desk like those are there Pretty i'm much. gonna review them yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You're like, yeah, like, what do I have that I can tell people about? Like, the first five were like, these, um, uh, a book, um, frozen pizza, a pair of uh, hunting pants, and then like a, a TV as streaming app. I think so. It was like I was trying to like this, 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 and so one thing you know in any any time you do anything. People always tell you that you need to find your niche. Like who's your audience? What's your niche? What's your niche? And I was yeah. like, I'm always like, I don't want to have a niche. I want to <laughs> do everything. Uh, but it definitely seems like since we have focused a little bit more that it's like, Oh, that's what you review. Yeah. And every now and then yeah. we'll throw something random in there that's just something that we really like and we want to tell people about. But
1: I do a- uh
0: outdoor shooting stuff now
1: i do all hunting content but i would definitely be interested in in watching a review on headphones because i mean um, that that stuff kind of still falls into that realm so you just kind of uh never know really what you know it might be a hunting channel but you might (laughs) review something that people use in the woods that you wouldn't even think or you know doing some kind of content creation or something that you wouldn't even think about so did you have a camera when you first started all this or did you uh, have to go out to Best Buy and like find a camera and figure out how all this YouTube stuff works? Or?
0: <laughs> so this probably is completely wrong, but I still just use my phone. Oh, um, really? I use, yeah. I have a iPhone something, 11, I think. And like, that's mm-hmm. just what I've used the whole time. I've, I have another camera, but it's not, it's kind of a extra camera. I haven't really figured out it's, purpose yet i'd like to have a better camera but it's just super easy to plop my phone up and yeah hit record and go to town. yeah
1: i think a lot of people overthink that a lot um mm-hmm. even when it comes to like filming your hunts and stuff everybody thinks that they gotta have a two or three thousand dollar setup yeah. it's like you have a phone that like has more power <laughs> than like a computer had like 10 or 15 years yeah. ago like just open it up and start yeah. recording and post <laughs> it and like even if the video is a little grainy or like not a hundred percent as perfect as like a professional camera, like as long as you're telling people and you get the point across, like mostly people don't care. Yeah. They just, they just want the content and yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, iPhones, I take a lot of videos with my iPhone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just wonder like, can you even really tell the difference?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I've only ever used one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, when you are deciding to make a review video, um, kind of what makes you pick, I guess now, like what makes mm-hmm. you pick one product over another? Cause you've got to like, now you're probably like thinking about it all the time and you're like, have like a million things you could do and you obviously oh, yeah. can't make a million videos. So how do you kind of narrow down what is like appropriate or what you kind of want to do?
0: Yeah. Um, so it's uh a lot of different factors. Uh, part of it is what season is it? So I try not to review, you know, um, turkey shells in November kind of thing. Yeah. Um, then sometimes it's just something that, so like I did a review on a, the Uplula nine millimeter speed loader mm-hmm. because I got it for Christmas and it's like awesome. So I was just like, Oh, this is awesome. I need to tell people about this thing. Um, and it has that video hasn't done great, but I was like, whatever, I don't care. This thing's awesome. And, and however many hundred people watch it, that, that's who needs to see it. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it's like things that, so last year um, I had seen the, it's uh, the muddy preview three see-through ground blind.
1: Oh it's yeah. So like two of the
0: walls are see-through.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And of course it, I was just like, no way. Is that like, come on for real? Um, so got one of those and reviewed it kind of the, you know, like if I'm, if I'm wondering if these things work, surely other people out there are wondering. So often it's stuff that like we want to use and see if it works. Um, usually it's either that or, um, either something we definitely want to try out or something that seems like a lot of people are using. Like, um, I was trying to think of a good example because it always ends up being stuff we want to try out anyway. Like we did a, a several of the cellular trail camera videos mm-hmm. reviewed several of those, but that was stuff we wanted to try to. So mostly it's stuff we want to try out.
1: So I haven't <laughs> got have a chance. I, I haven't got a chance to, to watch um, your videos on YouTube yet, but the cell camera thing, which do you remember which ones you tried out? And do you, are they worth it? Cause I don't have any cell cameras and I've yeah. been kind of wondering if it's worth it. Um, I know they're, can be kind of pricey and you got to pay monthly for them
0: yeah so we tried the spy point um link micro lte the tacticam reveal which is the Mm -hmm. first gen one and the reveal x the muddy manifest first gen and the moultrie i think it was the a6000 i think is what it was it was the like the first the one last year um we have hopefully at least two or three new ones that we'll be doing this year, like we'll have out and be able to review. Um, but, so here's the thing. It's so much nicer not having to like go to your place and pull the card and switch it out and then put the card in the, in the computer and pull up all the videos or the you know the pictures. Now you can still do that. Like all the cell cameras still have that function. Like you, it still records to a card. So okay. you can still pull the card. Um, so like, I think that's one thing a lot of people don't know is, so like in the off season, so you do have to pay monthly for all of them. Spy so Point, I think they still have a free version. It's like I don't a hundred pictures or something a month. So, um, but there's a monthly fee per, like, you know, most of them, they're very similar, but eight to $15 a month, depending on how many pictures your camera will take. Okay. Um, but in the off season, like if you don't want, like, you know, from in our case, like let's say you want to keep it going in January so you can see what made it through. But like February through August, you can turn off the plan and then you can still go pull the card and see, you know, like if you're, if you're there, but yeah, being able to just like get the, like once we have, most of them set to like once or twice a day, they send the picture so it doesn't run your battery down. But if you pull it up, like it up the app and there you go. And you can look and see what was there that day without having to go get the, you know, like I said, Trapes into your land and yeah. it up and everything and yeah, it's it's awesome. Like we think it's totally worth it. Of course, we now I will say we also don't have thousands of acres or hundreds of acres with fifteen or twenty cameras. Yeah, so kind of depends on what what you have. We have like three or four cameras.
1: I kind of, for me, I kind of wonder if it would be worth it. Just um, you know, even if it was twenty dollars a month, I could see. Um, by the time I drive there and spend an hour driving there and driving back and gas being $5 a gallon, it's probably cheaper in the long run.
0: Yeah, The only,
1: the only concern I really have with purchasing, um, and I, I have no problem purchasing expensive gear, um, as long as it works. But a thing that I, an issue I have is purchasing something expensive like that and leaving it in the woods. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's my big concern is yeah. someone someone walking on public land and jacking my camera. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um now the, the good thing is so a lot of them are most most of those kind of gen one ones are right around a hundred dollars, give or take. That's um, not bad. No, but the newer ones that are coming out, I know for sure the spy point one. I'm trying to remember what it's called, but I can't think of it right now. But then that one like has GPS. I'm pretty sure we'll have GPS tracking on it. So mm-hmm. none of those I mentioned, like if somebody steals it, you just have to hope they got in front of the camera kind of deal. So you can right. figure out who they are. But I'm pretty sure that that one posts, I don't know about the new Tacticam, but uh, the spy point one will have GPS tracking. So like if somebody steals it.
1: Yeah, you, should, you just track you it to their house. To even yeah. if That works even if they shut it off, I guess.
0: Now, I bet they'd have to turn it back on. But I mean, I can't yeah. imagine they would take it if they didn't plan on using it.
1: Right, yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if uh, they stole your camera and then used it for two months and then you went to their piece of land and, and stole it back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hunted
0: their deer, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm wondering too, if, if they steal the camera, um, is it like coded somehow to where they can't like sync that camera to their app or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: so I think you would have to... I feel like there's something in the app you have to do to like disconnect it so yeah. i feel like you would still like like if somebody stole your camera and then turn it back on like you would get the pictures from it
1: right yeah
0: so it's
1: the only way to really let pointless. somebody else use it is if you sell it and kind of disable it from your app yeah. and then give them right. like the free roam of it so yeah. yeah it doesn't really do any good to steal them i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anybody listening if you're your stealing pictures. trail cameras <laughs> stop it don't do it
0: don't do it it's pointless so, still anyway.
1: So, like acquiring products, I guess that you want to review. Do you guys ever um, get companies to like send you stuff, or fans of, of your show ever send you stuff, or is that all like out of your pocket? Just kind of stuff that you guys want to uh, try out yourselves.
0: Um, I've actually, well, I've, I had a a, a a fan. It's hard to call, a person who watched the videos. Uh, he was he was like, oh, I want to send you some. Uh, we did a a three hundred eight round best of like. I had like five rounds and shot them, and I actually have two more of those videos coming. So if you like that, keep watching. But, um, and he was like, Oh, you really should try this round. I'm going to send you some, but I don't have it yet. So I don't know what happened there, but um, <laughs> maybe it's still on the way. But um, so I looked today, and I, most of the stuff is either stuff that we had, I'd say, I don't know, 60 to 70% is either stuff that we already had or stuff that we. We're going to buy anyway and just, you know, bought it and did a review about it. Um, and then some things we are able to get on loan from companies. So they send them to you. You can use them for, you know, whatever the predetermined amount of time is. And then you send it back or, you, you know, you buy it. Um, and then uh, some things have just been given to us by the companies. Um, but the, cool. the big thing. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I, I was saying that's cool.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's really fun because some of the stuff that we've gotten are things that like we maybe wouldn't have bought. Um, so it was, it's neat to get to try stuff, um, that we, so the, there's a video we did about the Tacticam spotter LR. And like, I didn't even know that that was a thing until, and then, and they sent that to us and that thing is awesome. Like I never like i hadn't even heard of it. And now I'm like, man, I'm super glad that we have it. Cause it's, it's fantastic. I don't know. If, are you familiar? Do you know what that, what that uh-uh. is?
1: No, I'm not so familiar with it.
0: It's a little um, camera. It's about this big and it has different adapters. So it's kind of like a phone scope, except it's a dedicated device, like a dedicated 4k camera that you mount to a spotting scope.
1: Okay. And so
0: you can look through the screen that has a screen on it. So you can watch what's in the spotting scope through the, Screen instead of you know having to get down on the spotting scope and look.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So like we use it all the time when we go to the range. Cause just prop that on there, zoom it into the target, and then you can record through it. um So like for the videos, that 308 video and the 65 pre-more video are both filmed through that spotter, the spotter LR. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Do
1: you it's have super. any idea what those uh those cost?
0: I, I think it's 2.99. Okay. I think I don't want to be wrong about that, but I think it's 2.99.
1: That does sound but, cool. It's probably, uh, I wonder if a lot of people use those when they're out West and stuff so they don't have yeah. to lean over that scope, right. you know, probably yeah. eight or 10 hours a day yeah. glassing with your, yeah. you know, eye over that thing probably wears you out.
0: Yeah. And I, I've seen a lot of people use the phone scope, you know, the thing you put on your phone and put over it. Yeah. We have one of those too and it's really cool. Um, the thing I like about the spotter is it's like its own dedicated thing. Yeah. Like you don't, you know, if You know, like, if you're at the range and you're filming, then you don't have to, like, take it off to text somebody back and then put it back on. You know, it's its its own thing, doing it, you know. It's really cool.
1: That would be more my realm, too, because I'm always, like, seems like I'm always on my phone. I'm trying to, like, post Instagram stories (laughs) or, like, text somebody back, let them know that I haven't fallen out of a tree or whatever (laughs) it might be. You might get tired of taking that thing off all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um you do all your videos you said for your youtube on your phone Mm -hmm. um can you kind of talk about how you edit and do all that stuff is that stuff that you upload to your computer do you Mm -hmm. edit them straight on your phone
0: no yeah so um i have a -hmm. a macbook so Mm -hmm. i'm able to just uh upload it onto it's, it's crazy you have to i have to download it onto my computer and then i move it to a drive so the, all the files don't take up my all my memory on the computer. So move it to a drive, and then edit it through iMovie. Yeah. And then you know download it and then upload it and you know multi stage process, but it works. I'm, I'm sure a there's a better fello- way, but I'm a it fellow
1: out. MacBook user too, yeah, I so I know about that little. Um, they charge too much to get the extra storage, so I bought the oh, little yeah. storage Mac, and I'm like, I'm buying a terabyte hard right, drive. Exactly. You
0: know. Yep. Shift. Move it over.
1: So um, you like uh, iMovie pretty well. I'm, I know there's some people that listen to this that do like um, different kinds of YouTube videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So how does iMovie work out for you? Does it work out pretty well? Or is that something that you want to uh, maybe purchase something else or use something else in the future?
0: Um, so <laughs> this is going to be another bad answer, but I know how to use iMovie. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I don't know. There's, you know, like Adobe Premiere Pro and yeah. all these things. And um, I'm sure, uh, you know, anything you can learn how to use anything, but I know how to use it. And there, there are things I would that I think could be better. But our our videos are also not very, you know, like cinematic and, yeah. and you know, like fancy. So I don't think I don't really think I need anything fancier. There's a couple of things I'm like, man, I really wish this would do that. But. it it definitely serves our purposes for the type of movie videos that we're making. And I know how to use it and I don't have to learn anything. I,
1: I movie it does make pretty good videos. And I think it, for a lot of people, it's a good place to, to start out. It's really super easy to Mm -hmm. use. If you play with it for like an hour or two, it's like, you'll be a professional in it. It doesn't really take that long. Mm -hmm. Some of the Adobe programs seem like they're, they're more complex, but like you said, they're more for like, maybe professional kind of content, not YouTube kind of stuff. But that's what I use, iMovie.
0: Oh, yeah. Even like the people that film, you know, like if they're filming their hunts, but they're like, you know, they've got all the like gorgeous, you know, digital SLR B-roll stuff and then, you know, all the stuff in the background and all that, then maybe they need something fancier than iMovie. But
1: yeah, I don't know how to use that. iMovie's free too, so you can't beat that. (laughs)
0: exactly that's the
1: other thing it's already on my
0: computer so it won't take up space
1: so about how much time does it usually take you to to do you said you're like probably 10 to 15 minutes just to give kind of people a um (laughs) general idea or i guess appreciation for youtube videos (laughs) how long does it take you to make a 10 let's say that you're gonna you're going to start right now and you're yeah. going to record the video yeah. and then you're going to take it and you're going to edit the video from start to finish all said and done. How long does it take you to make a 15 minute video?
0: Yeah, probably way longer than it should. Uh, <laughs> so like I, I go through and I type up, kind of type up the script of what I'm going to say mainly. So it I've, I'm covering everything I've thought through it. So I do that and then I film it and it's always, you know, 10, 15 ish minutes longer than it ends up being so that takes a good 25 30 minutes plus setting everything up because i do a lot of the filming outside just because the lighting is better then you got to upload it which you know takes forever it takes forever (laughs) then the editing and then once you edit it then you have to save it and then you have to i guess you have to download it then you have to upload it and then you have to edit all the stuff that's under the video and the tags and the then you have to make a thumbnail and then upload the thumbnail to the thing. So I would guess, so sad, overall, like one 10-minute video total, and this isn't including any of the testing or taking pictures of the stuff, probably takes, gosh, every bit of like six to eight, nine hours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anybody that's ever in the comments on YouTube um, – down talking somebody for for their video, just know <laughs> that that ten or fifteen minute video probably took them eight or nine hours. Yeah, exactly. So you could learn about this product, so you didn't have to buy it and spend exactly. A money if it, exactly. If it's so.
0: don't complain if it's wind; you hear wind noise. Yeah, we did the best we could.
1: <laughs> yeah, um that's funny. I before I started doing like I, I'm not real big into YouTube. I post podcasts on there, and I've done a couple hunting videos. But the couple hunting videos that I did, you know, they're all-day hunts and then by the time i get home and edit them i'm like and i watch it i'm like people probably think that this took like five minutes to yeah do. And it's like <laughs> i poured my oh. blood sweat and tears yes. into this video and it's yeah. like what a hundred likes like
0: <laughs> come on so, watch this thing people. yeah
1: everybody know that that stuff takes longer and anybody wanting to get like involved in youtube just know that it takes like a lot of time
0: yeah and the do other you... thing that i've learned So I think I said we started in April of 20. Got serious with it November December of 20. So we've been fairly serious consistent for a little over a year. And the other thing that I definitely have learned is in order to grow to the point where you can monetize get subscribers you know all that stuff like you have to be consistent like Mm -hmm. I put a video out every single Sunday. So like if you're not like it's not like, oh, I'll put this video of this hunt I did last week. And then in three months, we'll put the turkey hunt up. And then in six months, you know, like if you want to grow to the point, I mean, if you just want to put stuff up for your family to watch or whatever, then do it, have fun, yeah <laughs> have a blast. Um, but if it's something where you're trying to to grow a subscriber list, trying to grow views so that it's something that can be monetized, like you got to do it like every something. You know, I don't. And I don't know exactly what that magic amount is, but like, yeah. you know, we we did we do like one and then wait three weeks and then do another one and then do another one and then maybe the two or three weeks. And since we've been like consistent every week, we've definitely seen the. It's almost like YouTube is like, oh, they're they're serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. push their stuff out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's something I try to do with my podcast too. When I first started, I I um, <clears throat> was kind of like maybe I'll do like one every couple of weeks. And I am mm-hmm. like, I got to drop at least one every Monday. And yeah. now like, if I'm not dropping a podcast every Monday. I'm like, it's like somebody shot me. I almost feel guilty <laughs> yeah. if I don't put it out, which is yeah. a good feeling to have because it, it's uh it, it pushes me to, you know, there's days you're tired and you don't want to edit or, yeah. you know, stuff happens, you know, mm-hmm. people have lives or whatever. But it's like, I try to just stay ahead of it. Keep the content rolling out. Yeah. Keep yep. the, uh, keep the listeners happy. And yeah, uh, just keep keep on going um so let's talk about some of your favorite products that you've reviewed when it comes to um like the hunting industry and um maybe let people know what's worth buying or what people should definitely check out
0: um okay so the first thing i would always say if you watch any of our videos you'll get sick of hearing us at the very end we cover like is this something you should buy and we say it on every video. Well, almost every video. Like it, to- it totally depends on what it is you're looking for. So, caveat: I'm going to tell you the things that I've reviewed that I absolutely love, but it may not be like it may yeah. be like oh well you're like well I don't really care about that. So yeah,
1: super uh, subjective. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so oh gosh, a few of my favorites, probably in, in no particular order. Um, so the we did several videos on the CVA Cascade. Okay. So that's CVA's bolt action rifle. Um, you know they've done muzzleloaders forever and I think I don't remember if it was like two or three years ago it hasn't been a long time but they came out with the bolt action rifle the, the cascade and we have um, probably four or five different videos on that gun and I absolutely love that thing like love it like you can you can get them at sportsman's warehouse and you can get them at Walmart but man they're awesome absolutely I love it absolutely love it so check it out um, I don't get paid by them <laughs> Fortunately, what, what are those
1: chambered in?
0: Um, so I have a 308 and then I have a shorty, which is a 18 inch barrel and a 6.5 Creedmoor. Okay. But I think they're mainly like I think you can get like a 300 wind mag, um, 308, 6.5 Creedmoor. I think you can get it in like a 6.5 PRC, a 350 Legend. I think that's. Not, not like a 30 out six or 270, none of yeah. those kind of thirty thirty. 30, none of the 240. Eh, there might be a 243, but none of the kind of historically hunting, you know, 270, 30 out six, 30. Like they don't come in right. those kind of the older school, I guess.
1: Do you know what the price point is on them?
0: So at Christmas, they had them on sale at Sportsman's Warehouse for like $5.29, and that was the Sarah coated version. Okay. And my one of my favorite parts there's a lot of favorite parts so you should watch the video so you see all the favorite parts yeah watch um, the videos watch the videos (laughs) is it has an adjustable length of pull so for me a lot of guns are too long yeah and so you can pull out the this piece and it makes it where especially you know like if you hunt somewhere super cold and you're going to have a huge jacket on or Mm -hmm. you know somebody shorter like me um so that's probably one of my favorite parts of it but there's a lot more (laughs)
1: <laughs> i like um, that too because sometimes i'm like in certain situations where i like might be tucked up behind a tree where i yeah. need to be like in a different you know almost not the right stance to shoot mm-hmm. or whatever but you might be curled up or sometimes you might be i don't know i just i find yeah. myself in weird situations all the time maybe not everybody's <laughs> like that
0: but <laughs> i know what kind of hunt you're doing <laughs> uh that's right. yeah that's probably one of my favorites i really like that muddy preview three blinds that i was talking about um, yeah that's really neat check that one out um so we reviewed a lot of first light gear um and they did not send that to me unfortunately a <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm a big fan of first light ah,
0: yeah unfortunately yeah, okay. it was not that was not one of those that I got to borrow um but it the furnace base layers do you have those
1: I do not have any of oh. the base layers oh my
0: gosh love those absolutely yeah. love them oh. So warm. Love them. Love them. Super comfortable. Um, what else? Those are probably I really like, like I said, that's that tacticam spotter LR. That thing is I mean, we it's changed completely how we go, you know, shoot at the range. Because like I said, you you don't have to like walk down the hundred yards and go look, oh, that's a pretty good group. You just look in the thing, yeah. okay. Now move targets. You know, it's, <laughs> gosh, I love it, love it. Um I don't want to leave something out that I love, but
1: Let's talk a little, let's, let's go off onto the first light thing a little bit, because I know there's people that are like, there's like that whole Sitka first light Mm kind of thing going on and people don't want to spend a whole lot of money on first light. This year I got fed up with going to, um, Bass Pro every year and buying (laughs) new hunting clothes because
0: they are
1: ripped, they're faded, they just, they shrink. They don't seem like they last. I'm like, I'm tired of spending $200 every year. Like I'm just going to mm. spend the money and yeah. try it out, see if it's worth it. If it's not. Yeah. then I guess I'll go back. Do you have any other first light gear just for maybe for somebody that's wanting to maybe spend the money or something? Do yeah. you have any other first light stuff that you're wearing?
0: Yeah, I do. I have, um, I have the corrugate guide pants. Um, yes. Yeah, so
1: are those the new ones?
0: No. So I had those, the Corrigan foundry pants. The
1: foundry, that's the ones that I have. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I have, so there's a video, I have a video and I'll, well, I have a guide, a foundry, and then a comparison video. So if you want lots of details, watch those. But, um, so the short version, and this is where it's in the whole, like it depends on what you're looking for thing. Yeah. Because for me, I was, I was looking for like a pair of pants to wear turkey hunting in the South. Mm -hmm. So the foundry pants were a, a too much for me like they were too heavy too thick yeah like it just wasn't it wasn't what i was looking for but now like if you're hunting somewhere colder or you're like out west hunting then those guide pants are going to be way too thin mm-hmm. um i have the guide jacket as well but i just got that for christmas so i haven't gotten to wear it yet um but it's basically i got it as like a lightweight wind breaker just something when it's you know not cold but you want to break the wind um then i have the wick Long, just long sleeve shirt, not hoodie. Um,
1: yeah, I have. Yeah, I have that one, too. Yeah. So I love
0: that just as a like the base layer underneath the like furnace. Mm-hmm. And also it's I wore it turkey hunting last year. Um, love it. Absolutely love it. Couple have a, a wick T-shirt, too. But I mean, that's I don't I only wear that like if I'm wearing it under like a base layer, not just regular wearing. But yeah, the foundry pants I did not keep. Um, mainly because it was just not it didn't fit the need that i was looking for yeah those furnace things though their base layers are man
1: i um uh, i ended up catching um so i bought pants um a shirt and um see i i bought the the hoody, the hoodie and the jacket and then i was like i'll be okay like you know, it's just pretty warm. I don't really need anything mm-hmm. else when it gets cold. And then it started getting cold in like <laughs> November. And I was like, I need a set of bibs. Uh, so I actually caught their bibs. Their, oh, wow. um, last, Their last year's, so last year's last year model. So right. I guess it would be <laughs> 2020's model was on sale for half price. Oh, wow. So I bought my wife and I a pair. And yeah. I'm telling you, those bibs. Even though they were the last year's model, yeah. I can't even hardly walk to a tree stand when it's like I ten
0: guarantee. below,
1: like yeah. ten degrees outside. I've got them things unzipped because you will sweat to death. <laughs> yeah. then. Those are the I'll warmest bibs I have ever worn in my That's life. awesome. And what is that? It? Was what like, is
0: the, do you remember the name? I've seen uh, it. But I don't.
1: Gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Now. they had just came out with new bibs, and they're like we're getting rid of these old bibs, and they're two hundred. I think they were five hundred dollars originally. Yeah. And they were two hundred and fifty dollars off. I was like. I'm buying my wife and I a pair yeah. and I, I, I'll i never look back. Grit is a small creative agency that specializes in helping outdoor industry brands of all sizes grow their business. At Grit, they help develop branding and create advertising materials to increase awareness and drive traffic. To learn more about Grit's services and portfolio, you can visit www.downtogrit.com or you can inquire by email at info at downtogrit.com yeah that's right <laughs> i really I mean, like them because they they unzip almost all the way up like yeah. where they meet so it's mm-hmm. like you don't have to take your boots or anything off to get them on yeah, yeah. it's uh, so
0: the furnace well both of the base layer pants i have so i have one base layer that was a wick no yeah i can't remember but they don't make it anymore and it was like I think they made the wick instead of, I think it was called the fuse. That's what it was called. And I like, I love it, but those and my furnace ones are the zip offs. Mm-hmm. So like the one where, you know, you like they Velcro at the waist and like zip yeah. off. Like you can take them off completely. Um, and that's, I mean, like, cause like you can walk into the stand and without, without them on. And then you get there and you don't have to like take your boots off and take your pants, yeah. you, just, you know, pull the top layer down and zip them up. And yeah, pretty sweet or like you know if you get hot in the middle of the day you take them off
1: that's life-changing a lot of people I didn't even realize like you know I'm so used to like not wearing a whole lot into the stand or whatever and then like when I realized how that stuff was built to where you could like put it on because obviously I don't want to carry bibs in my backpack and then put them (laughs) on when I get to the stand I've I've already got camera gear and stands Mm -hmm. and all this I don't have any room to do that so it's like you can actually wear them and not actually wear them at the same time. Cause yeah. they're like completely <laughs> unzipped or whatever. It's, it's, a uh, it's super nice. So yeah. would you, would you, um, did they hold up pretty well all of your gear? Does it have any holes or anything um, just, on it?
0: No, so far. Um, yeah. I mean, they're like the, I'm trying to think. The guide pants may have like a couple of like little picks, but like a turkey hunting them. So you yeah. know, you're crawling and walking through it's briars. And, yeah. It's nothing yeah. where it's like, oh, these are ruined. It's just like, oh, maybe, but yeah, like, um, and the the base layers, I like I said, I I love those.
1: Would you Would you now that you have spent the money and everything on it? Would you, do you you regret it at all? Would you go back, mm-hmm. or are you like a hundred percent that was it. the right choice?
0: Absolutely, yeah, love them. Yeah, which again, like, that's not like. And, with the comp with the reviews that we do, even the companies that send us things, which First Light did not send any of it, um, we like the companies that send us things. Like before I ever get anything, it's like now before you send that, like it's gonna be like we're gonna be honest. We're gonna yeah. Like if I don't like it, if I, and and if I really if it's really off, there's just something that I'm like, eh, then I'll I usually will just tell them that like I you know I'll send it back or like I'm not gonna review this because it's just not working for me and. I'm sure it might work for somebody else, but it's not working for me. And so I don't want to leave a bad review for something that could just be me. Yeah. Uh, but so all the reviews, even the stuff that we got for free are like completely honest. Like I'm not paid for any of them. I don't, you know, like, like there's a couple of them where I have, like, I really liked the product. So I, they, I got the company to give me an affiliate link.
1: Mm-hmm. So, cause
0: I was like, man, I absolutely love this. And so if I'm going to be, you know, like loving it and telling people to get it. Like, what do you think? So I'll get like a (laughs) coupon code and, you know, help other, help the people out, give them a coupon code. And then, you know, I get whatever, a little percentage, Yeah. but like I'm not paid for the reviews. I don't, I don't benefit from, I mean, if I did, if I had an affiliate link, I wouldn't have one for when I didn't want to like the stuff because yeah I don't know what that would, that doesn't benefit me either. But
1: that's, that's good for listeners to know too, that they can go to your channel and know that they're getting an honest review because sometimes you wonder, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you go to YouTube and you're like, you know, wh- whoever the company might be, like, are they paying them to like do this review? Yeah. And you never really know. Like, oh yeah it's almost like you need to know the YouTuber, like, personally or like hear them on a podcast right. and know that they're not getting paid for it. It's actually a legitimate review. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, you go on Amazon or whatever and read stuff yeah. and you're like, is that yeah. real? Or yeah. did they like make 17 accounts and like yeah. <clears throat> right. make reviews for themselves?
0: Yeah. I've definitely heard, I don't, I don't know any of these people personally, but like I have heard of people that like, like contractually get five grand of, per review. Or like 25 grand per review.
1: Like, like that's there. Yeah. (laughs) Makes it hard on us. (laughs) Yeah, no, no
0: kidding. So, like, you know, like if they're getting paid whatever, $5,000, $10,000 to say great things about this product, that's one thing too. I would, um, when it comes to deciding for yourself if you're going to purchase a product, is like definitely watch multiple reviews. Like, yes, when you watch mine, I'm not getting paid to say great things about a product. But watch multiples because, you know, if you're, let's say you have a favorite YouTube hunter and they are always using X brand of bow or arrow or whatever. Um, Not all of them, but some of them are getting sponsored, paid, whatever, to use that product. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because they use it doesn't necessarily mean it's the one they would choose if they weren't getting paid, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah, watch it's, all the reviews. Right.
1: Kind of put your own, uh, put it, take everybody's thing and mix it up and pull out yeah. your own thing and, and see what you think. Can you talk a little bit about um, maybe the not so great products in the hunting industry that you've reviewed?
0: So, So here's the tricky part is most of the stuff, like I said, most of it is stuff that we like wanted or already had. And I'm super analytical. Like, I don't buy things unless I have already read all the reviews and and seen what people complain about and see whatever. So, um, most of the stuff, I'm trying to think. There was, I haven't done a review on something that I hated um, or like would tell people, like, don't buy it. There's a couple of products that I was going to review. So, the turkey vest I hunted with last year. And I decided not to review it because it's not like it, it's a one size fits most men's turkey vest, So it's like huge and like is way too big for me. And anyway, it like every stuff fell out of the pockets because the pockets were too loose and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to review this thing and tell people to never buy it. <clears throat> and then I was like, eh, nah, won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I would say, if you go buy a turkey vest. Look at all the pockets and make sure they close securely. And there isn't a lot of like play in them, so you don't lose, you know, a $30 owl hooter call mm-hmm. out of the pocket in the middle of the woods and never find it. And lose your sunglasses while you're trying to find it.
1: <laughs> then you might be uh, reading more reviews on uh, on what to buy next when you lose Those all are, your stuff in are, the woods.
0: So all your stuff's lost in the woods.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the domino yeah, effect.
0: For the most part, I've. I rarely have bought something that i didn't expect to be really good um and probably the the it wasn't a bad review but the worst review i gave was for those those foundry pants and that's just because it wasn't like it wasn't what i wanted
1: right but I like in
0: the review i'd say that like i'm gonna give it a low score but it's just because it wasn't what i wanted it to be yeah not because it's a bad pair of pants
1: right yeah that makes sense and That's funny, too, because, um, like you said, not everybody lives in, like, the same kind of region and everything. So, like, they work perfect for me. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a little warm in September, I think. But um, I can deal with it for, like, a month till it gets cold. But, like, you, like, you're not going to wear them where it's hot, you know, consistently. And, like you said, it doesn't make them a bad product. It's just sometimes it's not what people um, want. Have you ever gotten a product that just, like, didn't work like it was supposed to? Like, you get it and it's just, like what
0: <laughs> um <laughs> most of the time if uh, let's go with no because there's a couple of things we had to like really work to figure out how to use but i think it was more like we just
1: had to figure it out. Yeah, yeah yeah not
0: like oh this thing's garbage but like, <laughs> uh help how do we oh okay <laughs> that makes sense but yeah most things um have worked really well i was trying to think if there's anything that we that we've had that was just like total garbage, waste of money. But like I said, most of the time, I kind of ahead of time figured out that it wouldn't be good. Yeah. And so we just don't like if somebody's like, "Hey, we'll send you this product," I'd be like, "Eh, no thanks."
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you already time, don't know waste your money. Yeah, you already know that it's not going to be uh, yeah functioning properly. Yeah. Um. So I guess a tip maybe for like when you purchase a product, what are some like key points that consumers should maybe look for or what should they be doing? Um, I know they should probably be watching YouTube videos and reading reviews, but um, is there anything like in your head that you're like always checking for or something Mm. specific?
0: Um, So one of the things with our reviews is we, we have a little, um, acronym so we always in the in every review review video we have some videos that, like the shooting videos we don't cover all this but we cover the facts so the the f is for fit so like again so there's some different uh i meant to mention this all of the first light stuff i have is men's stuff because yeah
1: my wife says too
0: yeah because for yeah. me the women's stuff is always too tight mm-hmm. like and i'm not like a large person i'm five four one 130 something so i'm not like a large person but it, women's stuff for me is just always too tight like they want it to be so fitting and i need to move i need first, yeah, for yeah
1: first light stuff is um even for men it's like it's almost like athletically cut yeah so even if you you're like a woman wearing that like it's still going to be like kind of forming to you right, i guess right. if that's the so right it's not word. like
0: this big bulky you
1: yeah know. right something um, you get from walmart Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, but so, like, there's a lot of the women's products, different clothing companies that I've not even tried because, like, I'm just like they're going to be too skinny. The legs are going to be too skinny. The waist is going to be too big. It's going to be too low cut. I'm not even going to mess with it. Um, so, how does it fit? And like, just because, like, I know a lot of women who love some of the women's specific clothing. Um, I actually have a pair of pants probably on my front porch that I'm very excited to try that are women specific. I'm not going to talk about it yet, but (laughs) you guys will have to
1: check out the YouTube video when it comes Um, out.
0: Hopefully I'm going to love them. We'll see. But um, I don't want to call it out in case I don't like them, but I'm thinking I'm going to love them. But anyway, um, but I know a lot of women who love them and they're like, Oh, these are the best. These absolutely fit the best of any pants I've ever worn. And I'm like, how they're horrible. So how's, how is the product fit? Cause like QU stuff is definitely like a more uh, athletic, like smaller legged fit. Really? Yeah. Is
1: it tighter than, um, is it tighter than, um, first light stuff?
0: Um, I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I wouldn't like that. First light's (laughs) like kind of the verge for me. I don't want (laughs) to go like much more athletically cut than that. Cause like a big thing for me is like i need to be like comfortable and mobile when i'm hunting yeah. like yeah. i'm out there wearing something super tight and restrictive like i ain't gonna stay very long
0: right <laughs> exactly
1: so that's well, good to know husband, i learned something yeah.
0: my husband has a pair of kiki pants so i have a couple of videos on different kiki pants too but um and he like he loves his another friend yeah. of ours and um they love them but i don't know just the way they fit me which again, they were men's pants, but the way they fit me was weird. So anyway, how are they going to fit? That's number one. Um, And then is it as advertised? That's the A. So basically like what does does the company say that this thing is supposed to do? Because I'll read reviews and it'll be like, you know, my feet got soaking wet. And then you look and you're like, well, there's nowhere on this boot that says it's waterproof. So (laughs) What'd you expect? Um, <laughs> so like, what do they say it's supposed to do? Because if they don't say it's supposed to do this, then, and you want it to yeah. do this, then don't buy it. Right. Which seems simple, but you'd be surprised what people will say in reviews. Um, and then the third part is construction and durability. Like how's it built? What are the main features? Um, how was it going to, is it going to last up to some short-term reviews and then like long-term, how's it going to last? And then, the testimonials and reviews is the T. So I always read, like I want to read a couple of the fours and fives, but then I always read the ones and twos to figure out what people have to complain about. Because again, you'd be amazed what people complain about. Like if you go on Amazon and you click on the ones, like they'll say like, they sent the wrong color. Yeah. (laughs) I never got my package from Amazon. Like we can't really give the product a one-star review because Amazon (laughs) sent the wrong thing. But yeah. Uh, But then sometimes you'll find things that are legitimate and you're like, oh yeah, that's true. I I didn't think about that, but yeah, that really does happen. Um, And then should I buy this thing is the last part. And that kind of wraps it all together and like, what are you looking for? What do you want it to do? If you want it to do this, this is what you're looking for. If you want it to do this, then maybe look for something else.
1: Yeah, it's, I usually find myself reading, like, three five-star reviews at the top, and yeah. then, like, I'm, like, I'm reading all the one-stars and trying to figure out why these people are complaining, yeah. and half yeah. the time is, like, they said they'd ship it uh, the next day, and they didn't ship it for two days or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, yeah, everything else is fine, like, I'm yeah. going to buy it.
0: Yeah. If you start getting or a bunch like, that
1: are, like, it's ripped, it broke within yeah. five seconds, and you're, like, stay away.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's, like, consistently the same yeah. complaint. Yeah, that's when... And then, especially if it's, like, a product I'm reviewing, and I'm like, oh, gosh, so a lot of people said that, and I had this experience. Now, there have definitely been some products where, like, there's, like, something that two or three people said, but I'm like, I don't, like, I've had this for a year, and I've never had that happen. So, I mean, obviously, you know, also some products are mass-produced, and you're going to have duds. So, you guys got to, unfortunately, if you luck of the draw, you got a dud, but
1: just the name of the game when you buy mm-hmm. uh, products online. Yeah. So, um through your research and like testing and all that stuff, have you found fi- have you found that like expensive products are always better or um I guess do you get what you pay for always right. or always?
0: Um so okay, so kind of like what you were saying is there're definitely some things like if I'm going to buy a raincoat like I'm going to spend money on a raincoat. Like, if I'm planning on being out in the middle of the, the weather, I'm going to spend money. But, like, um, so we were at Walmart back in January, and they had, um, this one store we were in had clearanced out all their hunting stuff. So there was, like, a, a waterproof insulated jacket that was on clearance for, like, $10, which... If you're, if you live in North Carolina and you're hunting out of a blind or a box stand or something most of the time, like that coat is going to more than meet your needs. But if you live in, you know, Northern Indiana, Northern Illinois, Washington, Oregon, or you, you know, you backcountry mule deer hunt in November, then you probably want to spend $300 on a coat. Yeah. You know, so it depends on what you need, what you want it for, you know, what you know, same thing, if, you, if you're if you going to be backcountry hunting and you're going to probably shoot 500 yards, then you're probably not going to go to Walmart and buy $300 cheapest rifle that you can find. You know, so, but if you're hunting in North Carolina and the furthest you're going to shoot is 85 yards, then you can probably buy the cheapest rifle you can find and you're going to kill a deer every time. So
1: i I find that i think a lot of the arguments come from like just like clothing is the biggest thing like i hear mm-hmm. people are like why you spend so much and then i don't think people ever take into consideration like this guy might be hunting in alaska and you might be hunting in your backyard like 500 right. yards from your house yeah. like there's t- <laughs> two totally different realms men. yeah and they have no idea why a guy might spend five hundred dollars on a coat it's like that guy might die if he doesn't stay right. warm, you know, yeah. he, he can't just like walk out and yeah. back home. So yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it's um situational. Mm-hmm. Um, What about, I guess this kind of probably ties into the last question, but do brand names really matter? But I guess that kind of comes with, um, you know, it being expensive or maybe yeah. better made or something like that.
0: Yeah. And I'm not super brand loyal. Yeah. <laughs> like- I- Uh, Like, I love the first light gear that I have, but like, if these pants that, that I'm going to try out are amazing, like, I'm not going to think, no, I can only wear first light, you know, and like my rain jacket is a QU jacket because, um, I, that was one of the first ones that I found and like got it on big time sale. And so my rain jacket's QU jacket, my base layers are first light, you know, my boots are Under Armour that I'm going to try this year. My other boots are Muck boots, like basically i'm i find whatever product i think is going to be the best for me and then price point always plays in like like my rain okay. jacket i got on big time sale your bibs you got on big time sale um the turkey boots i'm hunting with this year are under armor and they were i got them on amazon for like i think it was like 50 or 75 dollars less than you you know like their retail, so I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to try these.
1: <laughs> so, heck yeah, um,
0: yeah, heck yeah, save seventy five dollars. But um, yeah, I'm not super brand loyal. Um, if I find something I like better, I'm not like, no, I can I can only shoot the CVA. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but
1: I I think I'm this I'm I'm a lot like you. I I'm not brand loyal either. I find um, what works best for me, and then I mm-hmm. tend to want to stick with it for a, a while. Oh, yeah. But like. I'm not gonna be like everybody else has that. Like I need to get that. So yeah, like, yeah, If yeah, I get yeah. it and it's junk or I don't like it, like I ain't wearing it. I will it back. <laughs>
0: right.
1: I ain't using it. Like I'll send uh-uh. it back.
0: Yeah, even if even if everybody on Meat Eater is wearing yeah. first lot, if I don't like yeah. it, I ain't keeping it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I have a I think I have a a, a feeling of what brand pants those are, but I'm not gonna say it. It just kind of me. I bet Maybe you don't, I don't know.
0: I bet Maybe you I don't. I bet you don't. I don't know. You may, if you. Looked- I was
1: thinking it might have been one of those uh, other bigger brands, but I could no. be wrong. No, it's
0: it's a newer brand.
1: Okay, yeah, i yeah. will have to I'll have to catch the video, <laughs> yeah. and everybody on here, I'll have to catch the video because now uh, right. anticipation.
0: Yeah.
1: So any I hope big I'll plans? Love them. I think
0: I will, but we'll
1: see. Any big plans for um, your YouTube channel this year,
0: 2022? Uh, so, uh, a more okay, so. One thing I would love to do, and I basically just have to make the time to figure out the process, but I would love to have some guest reviewers on, like kind of do something similar to this and just Mm -hmm. talk to them about a specific product. Um, Because I know through Instagram and through um, some media organizations I'm part of, I've met some really super neat people who know a lot more about a lot of things than I do. And so um, products that I would never probably never use or would not have as much experience with like I'd love to get those people on to talk about them just so there's more you know broader product base broader like what people are interested in Um, so I'd love to do that I just have to figure it all out and figure out make the time to make it happen I don't want to say find the time had to make the time, but <laughs> Gotta uh, make the
1: time. Yeah, make
0: the time. Yeah. So the other thing that I'm doing is I have started doing some uh, written reviews for HuntingGearDeals.com.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, so there's several of those already on the website, and then hopefully branching out to doing more written reviews as well as some um, just outdoor writing in general. Um, so. That's uh not really so much with the YouTube but just in in life <laughs> hoping to do a little bit more written work um, just to branch out and have you know especially with the reviews like I like I told you i I them up before I say them yeah. so it's already written so I might as well <laughs> you know just transfer Throw it that out there to, too yeah you know, exactly um, but yeah, I definitely would like to get the review thing going and I mean the uh guest review thing going
1: yeah I'm just trying be, to do some more collaborations
0: cool. with other people yeah
1: yeah um is there anything that you wish you knew before you started a youtube channel that you know now
0: um god obviously
1: that it's super time consuming you probably yeah. didn't realize how time consuming no. it was no <laughs> um
0: and and the two the whole thing with um consistency like yeah planning you know, I read something once and it was like, before you ever start, have 100 videos planned. Well, I don't do that. But like right now I have, oh God, between now and November, there's probably only two or three weeks that aren't like planned as to what review is going to go into that hole. Um, so definitely, if I didn't realize how, how far ahead you needed to plan. And a lot of that just comes with um, making sure you're testing the product, getting Pictures and video of it as you go. The one thing that I have also learned is, especially because we do a lot of um, gun content. um, Uh Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, so there are day you have to wait several days sometimes to get videos reviewed. You know, like they flag them and then you have to wait. And like there was a while where it was taking like days, like. Now it's usually a couple of days. Like they've, I guess, fixed whatever was going on. But like there was times where I had to like make up, like pop up a quick video because it had been like seven or eight days and they hadn't finished reviewing the video yet. So anything gun related, you have to do ahead of time so that you uh, have time for them to review it and hopefully decide it's, you know, acceptable content for all advertisers. But yeah, and just stick with it, like. Another person I had um, I don't remember who it was, but they were saying like most people quit before they ever even have like 30 videos made, and they were saying basically like if like do a hundred videos and then if after a hundred videos you want to quit, then quit yeah. but don't quit if you're serious about it, don't quit till you've done a hundred videos and that's, so just uh, that commitment
1: That's interesting that you know like that um. Like that um, statistic on like when people want to quit because there's the same thing in the podcast world. Mm. I think they said like eighty or ninety percent of people do a podcast for um, seven times after seven oh, times, wow. like eighty or ninety percent of people fall. Off. Nice. So I read that like a few months ago, and I was like, man, I'm beating all those other people. Like, That's right. I'm good.
0: <laughs> That's right. You made it. It's like the whole seven year marriage thing. Like you yeah. make it seven years.
1: Yep. You just get out of that little uh just like it almost has to become like part of your life like it almost has yeah. to be like like i said earlier it's like i feel like i'm shot if i don't put out another episode like i don't yeah. want to let all, you know i don't want to let all the listeners and you don't want to let all your um subscribers and watchers right. you know people down it's like
0: yeah
1: you gotta gotta keep putting it out for them
0: and it really is like this sounds silly but like it it's it is time consuming and it's a lot of work, but it's so much fun. Like we really, I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy doing it. Like I enjoy getting to try out new stuff. I enjoy um, like thinking through the process and, you know, what would somebody want to know? And like, yeah. I don't know, just the thought that, and again, it sounds silly. So like if you've ever, if you watch any of our videos, I'm going to give you a little secret. So I had a fellow one time, um, it's been a few people, but like, Met, you know sent, comment or send a message or whatever and they're like oh man thank you so much i was i've been looking at this and now i definitely know i want it or oh thank you i was looking at that now i know that that's not what i want i I want something different so just being able to i don't know like it probably sounds silly but like help people make a well-informed decision that makes it all worth
1: ever. makes yeah. it all worth it doesn't yeah. it
0: because it's like yeah. that's why we do it like yeah i mean it's fun. It's super fun to do it. And, you know, like some people may think, oh, well they just, you know, they only make hunting videos so they can get free products or they only make review videos so they can get free stuff. And it's like, that's, we're not to the level yet where free stuff is more than the stuff we pay for. You'd
1: you'd make a lot more money uh, getting a second job than spend all that time making the video.
0: Yeah. Especially when (laughs) like, you know, you think about how much, money we've spent on ammunition to make (laughs) some of these videos Uh um but um just i don't know like literally somebody being like man your that was a great review thank you now i know i don't want that then it's like yes i saved that person 150 dollars (laughs) or whatever you know (laughs) um
1: you ever uh you ever catch any flack on your youtube channel from anybody uh any negative comments any uh I guess they call them trolls nowadays yeah. <laughs> any trolls in the comments
0: so the only okay this is funny
1: oh it's a great good we like funny stories here yeah. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> the video that's on there now that has the most views um it has like a hundred and hundred almost 120 if somewhere around that hundred twenty thousand, is um, a product it's called the wit machine sme so sme stands for sound mitigating um, equipment so basically and it's I didn't realize it at the time, but there's lots of things that are similar, like a blast forwarding device or a blast can or a linear compensator. So basically you put um, a muzzle brake on your rifle and then you put this can over the top of it and it it directs all the compressive forces forward. You know, so like when you have muzzle brake on it, it all goes, you know, blows out and super loud and whatever. It decreases recoil, but it's crazy loud. So this thing takes all of that force and directs it forward downrange. So, it decreases the perceived sound. Like, it decreases the amount of percussive forces that are happening for the shooter and for, you know, people beside them. So, um, it isn't, it's not a suppressor. Like, if you Google not a suppressor, like, you'll find, that's what these things are. So, it's not a suppressor because it doesn't suppress the sound. It just redirects it. Okay. But to the shooter, it feels like less sound. Um, Anyway, so... um, the funny thing is, the, I, in this video I learned, the more people who watch it, the more the trolls are involved. So, like, <laughs> if you have, like, a video that's got a thousand views, most people are like, great, great video. Thanks. Yeah. You know, but, like, when you get up to that, like, 60, 70, 80, 100, 120,000 mark, then you get the people who are like, you don't even know what you're talking about. This is the dumbest <laughs> video ever. You can't even shoot a gun. You know, like, oh, this is brand new. Nobody's ever heard of this. I can't believe you ever heard of these things. You know, just all these. You're like, I got to the point where, so I get, so I answer every single comment.
1: Every um, single comment. Every
0: single comment. Because okay. you know, if you're going to take the time to comment on my video, like, yeah, I, can, I was getting I can ready to sh- ask
1: how you're going to respond to these. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
0: usually I say things like, "Thanks for watching." You know, appreciate it. Um, you know, yeah. like, I'm learning too. Thanks experience but you know whatever yeah. um but uh so i get alerts like emails that are like oh you have a new comment on Whip machine is i'm like <sighs> "Uh <Uh-oh. laughs> so like,
1: ah,
0: and i read it. and some are like thanks i've been looking at these and i'm like oh thank goodness but then of course then you read the ones that are like whatever and it's what you know like and you know it's really somebody what was it there was one that's like you shouldn't even be making videos and then you're like well then why aren't you creating you, videos? Like here, you know.
1: Why are you watch why are you watching so
0: my better. videos? <laughs> Stop watching my videos if you like. <laughs> but it's just funny. Like the more you know, I think about the more views, like very few of the videos I have that have, you know, like are in that like thousand range, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand, whatever range do people have much negative to say like most of the time they're trashing the product if they have a negative comment, but yeah, once you get up in those, those higher numbers, especially when you're messing with, with firearms, they some opinionated folk when it comes to guns. Oh
1: yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Oh wait. The best though is I don't think anybody's commented negatively on the videos, but so I have a couple of, uh, different tss turkey shell videos uh-huh. so there's an apex one from last year and then a verdict one that just came out and then this sunday is another apex one but people kylie now you want to get somebody some arguments started start talking about tss shells Uh
1: oh tss shells are red those. dots
0: people get fired up you know like <laughs> oh I, that's only for people who can't hunt you don't need a shell that can shoot 60 yards. You you can't call a bird in if, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm just showing you what these things do. Like (laughs) y'all can fight about that on your own time.
1: (laughs) It's a review channel. What do you, what do you expect?
0: (laughs) Okay. But it's just funny. Like that's more on the, in like the Facebook groups, but it's funny, man. There's some, there's some opinions when it comes to hunting stuff.
1: That's that's trolls. I deal with that. I feel like on a lot of platforms, mostly, um, tiktok with hunting content um a lot of backlash on that but yeah i know how that feels maybe not in uh maybe not as in big of numbers but i definitely know how that
0: uh, oh yeah
1: feels um what's your plans for 2022 as far as um hunting um what kind of animals are you going after i know you said you're going to missouri to, to turkey hunt
0: yes yeah turkey season starts april 9th here so gonna hopefully go as much as possible jobs get in the way um but uh going to missouri turkey hunting and then hopefully well we just came back in february <laughs> i don't even know what month it is we came back in february from a snow goose hunt and that really? was i'd never done never done anything like that and that was super cool so definitely that'll be 2023 but definitely doing that again hopefully where'd you guys
1: where'd you guys go for
0: that so that was in Southern Missouri, near Arkansas, near the border. It was the a conservation hunt. Mm-hmm. So while they were migrating back north. And so the conservation hunt's super cool because there's no limit. And they're like, they can use electronic calls. And there's no, uh, there's no limit to like the shells you can have in your gun. And it's basically like, you know, they're trying to limit the population.
1: I've seen, uh, so, I've seen some videos on that. And I've always wanted yeah. to do it. Um, so we didn't a... have
0: any of that like insanity. That, that you sing, but it was pretty down gone cool. Like yeah. it was, it was really fun.
1: Was that, um, you guys just went out on some public or something. Got to have a bunch no, of, we vehicles, had a guide. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because we, we helped clean up the field one day and we figured, I mean, there had to be 15 or $20,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. And just in the one field we ran, but it's very, very reasonable. Um, I'm going to actually do a review on the company we went with, but it's, oh, it was cool. called new outdoors, N E U outdoors and, um, uh, super reasonable. It was like, um which it was just the guide service like you know you still had to get lodging and food and all that stuff but it was like only like 150 dollars a person per day oh wow Um, yeah and that's like they get you out there they have the the layout blinds they've got all the decoys and the call and there's a guide and you just bring
1: your guns and ammunition right
0: Mm -hmm. pretty much and food yeah bring your snacks and your gun and your in your shells and
1: you have uh they have they like you and your husband go i guess they have like um groups they take like let's say eight people and you're with Mm -hmm. six other people or something or how's that work yeah
0: well so we were actually part of a um a friend of mine that i met through instagram um organized it so she had uh, like told a few of us and so we had like she had it organized all the people but i would assume if you didn't have your own group like yeah you could just call and be like hey there's two of us is there a you have an opening for two people. Um, It'd probably be easier if you could get eight just so you can book one field. You you can like book a guide in a field. That'd probably be easier, but I'm sure they take singles or doubles or whatever.
1: And then what about the, what about the birds? You clean them yourself or they clean them for you? How's that? They clean them
0: for you. So they um, sort of, (laughs) so they uh, take the, they just basically take the breast meat out, but they have to leave a wing attached yeah. So um, you know, you can prove that it was the right species or whatever until you process it. But um like they did all that for us. And we just once we got it home, we had to process it, you know, like actually clean it and yeah, you know, make it not into... just
1: rip it off the animal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's not too bad. How many how many days did you guys uh hunt?
0: We went for two and it was Good. like sun up to sundown sort of deal. Uh, we, we left a little early the second day, uh, our group left a little early just because you know, people had to drive back home and stuff like that. But yeah. Like, did you, you get feel like, to sun
1: up. do you feel like that was enough time or did you kind of wish you had another day?
0: It was funny because the second day, like there weren't near as many birds flying. Like we had a few good groups come near, but like there weren't near as many birds. And so by the time we left, we stopped hunting around like two o'clock, two 30, two 30, I think. And like I was done, like I'm not, I don't have a lot of patience. So if nothing's going yeah. on, I'm like, All right, I'm done. I'm bored. Um, yeah. And I was like done with it. But then like <laughs> the next day I told my husband, I was like, you know, yesterday I was done, but like, I want to be back out there right now. <laughs> so yeah. I, I would definitely say. If
1: it was more uh, active, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't do just one day in the event that that one day is not a good day. Right because a few of the people that were in our group went last year for one day and, like, didn't even have, like, a shot at a bird. Mm. And so, like, our first day, our group harvested, I think, 20, it was either 25 or 27. And then the next day, there were fewer of us, and we didn't hunt as long, and we got, like, seven. Um, so it was still super fun. But, I mean, I've seen pictures of people with, like, 100, 120. Yeah. You Truck know, like, we didn't full. have that insanity. Like, that, <laughs> that would have been ridiculously fun. But... Um, it was still super fun with what we did have. So,
1: yeah, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. I've been wanting to yeah. kind of do something like that for a while, but uh,
0: I think that's they might not, be not as
1: expensive as I thought it would be. Yeah,
0: no, I know, right? I think they might be in South Dakota right now. Like, they that oh, uh, they outfitter like travels jump up. Yeah. So then they'll be in Canada in another month or two. They'll be up in Canada in with once the birds are up there, but. They did a great job. Like I say, I, I'm going to do a complete review. Probably won't come out until like next fall, right before yeah. season, but um, I would recommend them for sure.
1: Everybody check them out. What did you mm-hmm. say their name was? Is it New, new or
0: something? New Outdoors.
1: Okay. Yeah. Everybody make sure you uh, you watch for that video too. Cause, uh, you know, $150 a day, you think like you go on some kind of, I've never been on a guided thing. I don't really. Yeah. I don't really consider that so much guided as I would like. I'm not gonna let some guide take me elk hunting, but like that's kind of like different because it's just like they got all the decoys and like I can't afford to buy twenty thousand dollars worth of decoys to try it for the first time. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, $150, that's that's definitely doable. Mm -hmm. So what states are you gonna travel to this year? You're gonna go to you're gonna go back there, you're gonna go to Missouri
0: definitely Missouri um right now that's the only hunting we have planned my husband has a hopefully an elk hunting trip planned with some buddies but not I don't know he's working on that it was supposed to be one place but it doesn't look like they the chances of them drawing are as high as they thought they might be so they may end up somewhere else but um I don't know hopefully I have a lot of aspirations just not enough money or time i'd love to do um i'd love to do that's all of uh, us yeah no kidding a mule deer hunt i'd love to go mule deer hunting out west like i've never spot and stalked
1: Mm -hmm. anything
0: other than me either turkeys yeah like that'd be so much fun um definitely i would love to go probably i don't know i don't know where but nebraska ish and do like a miriam turkey hunt I'd love to do that. I'd love to get all the turkeys, but like the Miriams. Trying to do the the slam then. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. absolutely love it. Um, The Miriams are the prettiest. I like the white tips. So that'd probably be the next one I'd want to get. But yeah, if, if uh, I'd love to get them all. You need
1: to do do the slam and get them all full body mounted. Put them up in your house. Uh, That's right. (laughs) Has your husband (laughs) done the slam yet?
0: No, he's. He's only got an Eastern as well. He's yeah. Neither of us have gotten any, anything other than Easterns. You
1: need to sneak off and do that slam without him, without him knowing and then put them all up in the house and see how jealous he
0: is. (laughs) Oh gosh. I I couldn't keep it quiet long enough. I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. He's so fun to hunt with though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go without him. He's it's, we have a good time.
1: So if you had to do, if you had to do your dream hunt, um, Mm -hmm. what, what, what would you think it would be? Taking turkeys out of the equation now.
0: Oh, I was gonna say like a whirlwind, like Florida, you know, like like take take March through May and get them all four, and just go wherever I gotta go to get all four. Like that would be that'd probably be my ideal. Yeah, turkey hunt or ideal hunt. Um, gosh, I don't know. Like I'm not. I'd love to do some pronghorn i'd like to do that i'd love to do an elk hunt i'd love to do mule deer those are probably the big three like i'm yeah i don't really want to hunt moose or bear maybe caribou but i'd much rather get the less frozen animals taken care of first
1: (laughs) yeah do you uh do you prefer um like warm weather hunting or or um you kind of like
0: i don't like hot weather
1: yeah hunting like, i don't either yeah i hate it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i don't like it when it's super hot um i don't yeah. mind being I, now now okay so first of all I've, i'm all I've, you know live in the south so like when i'm talking about cold like i think the coldest i've ever hunted in was like 14 and that was like once most yeah. of the time it's like 20s or 30s like that's our cold yeah. so you know i've never done any of this like Oh, it's wind 30 below. Like, I don't think I could handle that. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't mind cold, but I'm talking about like Southern cold. I don't mind Southern yeah. cold. Yeah. thirty
1: thirty 30, around here for me is like, um, it's like most people's like sunny and 75. Like I feel <laughs> good at th- like 30. <laughs> I'm good. Like just. I need a hoodie and a sock hat. Uh. Like, I'm just like comfortable (laughs) at that temperature. Yeah. But then you like start dropping in. Like, it gets cold here. So, um, I'm like throwing on those first like bibs. Like, I don't like when it's like negative 14 below zero outside, but, uh, I definitely seen
0: that. I think, uh -uh. I
1: think the heat for me, the biggest thing is the mosquitoes. Do you guys, is that like, is that an issue where you live?
0: Yes. Mosquitoes, ticks, Mm -hmm. snakes.
1: Oh God. I hate snakes <laughs> yeah. i shouldn't say hate but i highly despise uh, the snakes yeah
0: i'm not a fan
1: are you uh are you a thermosel user are yes you a fan of those
0: yeah. yeah i did a review on a thermosel.
1: did you check it out i mm-hmm. i remember when thermosels first came out um you know they weren't really that popular and i started using them and everybody's like that's a scam that's a scam i'm like mm. i swear like it must be in my head if it's a scam because like yeah. every time i use this it works. Mm-hmm. I've been using it ever since, and yeah. I still know people that are like, "That's a scam!" Like, get ate up because I'm not getting ate up <laughs> during true. early R two yeah. season. Like, yeah,
0: there was one time I remember when I, we first got them. I had mine on, and I'm like, "There aren't even any. I don't need that." And I turned it off, and it was like, uh-huh. <laughs> "I was like, oh, just nope, turning that back on. <laughs>
1: And one yeah, thing so... to note with those is too, you got to fire them up like 10 or 15 minutes prior to going into the woods because mm. they take a little bit of time to get yeah. um, heated up for anybody yeah. that doesn't know that. Don't wait till you get to your stand or wherever you're going to turn it on because you'll be eight alive <laughs> yeah. by that point. <laughs> yeah, before it starts working. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on and talking about your YouTube channel. Um, I hope some people check out your channel. and um, Please do. They'll be able to, to learn some stuff on what to – buy and what not to buy um i certainly will get on there and, and check some stuff out any plans to do any kind of um i know you said you don't do like too much uh, bow hunting and stuff but any plans to do any um like tree saddles like saddles for hopefully um, interesting yeah. you
0: mentioned that yeah hopefully this year um my husband for sure because he does a lot of bow hunting uh, is gonna be trying some saddle hunting so hopefully we're gonna have a review of that come fall um i'd like to try it because i'm sure like i don't know that i've ever seen a video of a of a female hunting them in a saddle um so i would like to try it just to see like from my perspective like if it's as easy as all the people that i see doing it but yeah my husband's for sure going to do it um that's in the works anyway and so he will have a he will have a review of that hopefully in fall before um before it gets too deep into the bow season but
1: yeah yeah i'm getting ready to getting ready to take that plunge myself so um we'll find out if i make it through the first two or three sets without turning upside down (laughs) because everybody makes it look really easy but i got a feeling that it's not going to be as easy at first probably
0: because like there's several different companies now
1: um there's tethered there's um i'm I'm not going to go with tethered gosh now the name's going to slip me cruiser
0: oh uh, Cruiser
1: something it's like a two-piece um they make like a one-piece saddle that doesn't really have like a break between where it sits on your back and like your butt where your butt Ah. sits um i think i'm going to go with the two-piece because they said that it's a little more um flexible you can kind of lean back get a little more mobility out of it um the only reason i'm probably going to go with that one over tethered is i've heard that it's a lot more comfortable Mm. and for me like comfortability even if it weighs like like i'm not one of those guys that's like it weighs like 14 more ounces like i don't right. really care like i care about being comfortable because i'm yeah. going to be there for eight hours so <laughs> um, I'm, I'm probably going to go with them but i haven't totally decided yet so i'd be interested to see what your husband decides yeah on.
0: stay tuned okay
1: um <laughs> could you uh, tell everybody where to find you on uh, youtube facebook instagram that kind of thing social media
0: Absolutely. So if you look down there right now, you'll see. There you go.
1: If you're on YouTube. There
0: it is. There it is. So there's uh, Instagram is review this thing. So just at review this thing. Facebook is also review this thing. And then YouTube just search review this thing.
1: Yeah. Super simple. All the same name across all platforms. Not everybody does that. Not
0: saying even though that'd be fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You could always change it. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Um, I appreciate you coming on and uh, taking the time, and it's been a fun chat. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me. Yes, ma'am. I'll uh, catch up with you, and we'll chat, and I'll uh, watch some of your videos, see if I can learn some stuff.
0: There you go. Let me know if you want me to test anything.
1: Okay. Cool. All right. All right I'll thanks see so much. you. Thank you.
0: All right. Have a
1: All right. You too. Bye.